that's a lifestyle. I go hard for God daily, cause I'm God's child. I got a purpose that I'm doing on purpose. Firm foundation, ten toes, meet the surface. Something always happened when I bless his name. But faith got me standing tall like great Danes. Holy Spirit's in the room. Holy Spirit's in the room. We don't have the light of candle. We don't have the light of candle. Go ahead and let your light shine. Don't let your light shine. And treat the word as a handle. What's going on, everybody? My name is Kirby Love. For those who don't know, CEO, founder, Go Hard for God Daily. And we're back with another, another episode of Get Inspired. Listen, I am excited to be here today. I'm ecstatic to be here today. I'm enthused to be here today. I don't know how many terms or whatever I can say, but I'm grateful to be here. Um, we're solo again today. All right. So there's some things that are going to be changing here at the Get Inspired on the Get Inspired podcast. Not too much, but at this point in my life, which is something that you're probably going to start hearing me say a lot. And when I say at this point in my life, that means that there are some things that I've just accepted for what it is. There's some things that I'm just not concerned about. There's some things that I'm just going to let be. There's some things that I'm probably just going to go with the flow. So, but at this point in my life, I am just following whatever direction God has me in. This is a this is a new space for me. I've mentioned that before. Um and it was it was something that I definitely wasn't like looking to start <laughs> right away right then. I've had ideas um and I've also had a word from God as well, but I just didn't know how that word would translate, how that word would transpire, how that word would, you know, come into play. And I know that this is part of what God had spoken to me years ago. Um, and that was, he said, God told me, he said, I'm going to use you to speak to a lot of people. Now, I didn't know at the moment, I didn't know how that was. I actually wasn't doing anything. You know, I had really just gave my life to Christ probably within about seven eight months within the year of him saying that so I didn't know what any of this was going to look like I didn't know what that work was going to look like but I will tell you that over time um, God has really placed me in positions to be able to impact the lives of others to be able to touch people in so many different places across the world and I'm I'm just grateful Um, and and I'm thankful even now for the Get Inspired podcast which just kind of came out of nowhere um, because my initial podcast or idea that I thought about was called coming to Christ. Right. So I'm going to give you guys my coming to Christ story too in this episode, but my initial thought of doing a podcast or something was called coming to Christ. And what I was going to do was just have everybody who would, who were willing to tell their coming to Christ story just on here telling their testimony, right? You just have a coming to Christ testimony and we'll be able to share that with the world so other people can be inspired by witnessing and hearing other people tell their coming to Christ story. Um, And then that kind of died down. And then once we uh, got the get inspired thing kind of rolling, I was like, hmm, I had a, I had, a a memory recalled about coming to Christ. And I was like, wow. But this was after after the first episode that we did was already aired. And I got reminded about coming to Christ. And that is why in episode two and episode three, you start hearing the coming to Christ story. So the the guests start speaking about how they came to Christ. Um, and that was the only idea I had as far as, you know, podcasts or doing videos or anything like that. I don't even think it was a podcast. It was just me doing a video and like creating a YouTube channel called Coming to Christ. But here we are now today with Get Inspired and we have included the Coming to Christ inside of Get Inspired. So whenever we have a guest on here, that is going to be the first thing that you hear um, right after normally the introduction or whatever we're going to do. We have coming to Christ stories so people can tell how they came to Christ. Right. So. But I'm here solo today again. And I will say that I'm grateful that. I was able to do the last episode solo, but here's why, because God opened my eyes to something totally different. 
and reminding me that this is now a space where I can be authentic, where I can be myself, where I can um, talk and communicate to people the way that I do it. And I know who I am. I am a type of person where I'm, I'm very good with one-on-one conversations and I'm not really good with just holding a whole conversation like this right here for like an hour straight. So for those who don't know me, uh, who's probably watching and probably like, okay, man, that was, that was good. Listen, this is, um, it's a challenge for me. It's a stretch. Um, especially, uh, doing these episodes alone. But again, this is a, a, a atmosphere, a space where I can be transparent, where I can relax. I can let my collar down, so to say, and just be real. I can be honest. I can be open and still be able to inspire you guys to be all that God has called you to be through my transparency. Um, and when I say through my transparency, I'm basically just saying you can still do everything that God has called you to do. And I'm just a willing vessel, just moving by the spirit of God, just moving by faith and just going forth. Because at this point in my life, whatever God say, I'm just going with it. Is it going to be challenging sometimes? Absolutely. Just like this right here. But through my transparency, through you guys being able to, to see and just watch and hear the things that I do, my prayers that uh, God be glorified, number one, and that it inspires you to say, man, I'm going to get up, get out and do what God has called me to do as well, because there's one thing that you cannot do, and that is hide. OK, that is hide from the voice of God. And when I say from the voice of God, I mean, whenever God speaks something to you, then that that word is there. Like you can run. Uh, Jonah did it. So. You understand what I'm talking about if you know the story about Jonah. You can run all you want, but you're the one that's rejecting what God is trying to do through you. All right. I'm not going to get too much in that to that to that right now because I can. But I want to I want to get into my coming to Christ story first before we get in that. Thank you guys who've been rocking with the Get Inspired podcast, those who are frequent followers, those who are uh subscribing, those who have already subscribed to the channel those who have been sharing those who've been supporting i uh, appreciate you guys man i i'm i'm with you like we really we really we in there um, you know what i'm saying so <laughs> we are in there like swim well so i appreciate you guys again uh for all of your support and everything that you're doing uh to support the get inspired podcast and to support go hard for god daily all right so uh there are some people who ask also about the merch you could just go to the website all the links are in the description www.ghfgd.com you'll be able to find the podcast on there as well as youtube and spotify and all these other places but you can grab some merch if you want to grab some merch i do see people come in and, and whenever we post clips and things like that about where can they get the merch so that is available for you guys all right so i've said a lot in that intro um, again, I, I like adding value to you guys life. And I said in the last episode that I don't like to waste time, uh, waste nobody's time. All right. I don't like to waste my time and I don't like to waste nobody else's time, but, um, I'm gonna get into one of the, the, the things I want to talk about today, which is, uh, my, I'm gonna tell my coming to Christ story because we've been doing that. So it's only right that you guys hear my story as well. Um, and I was also saying in the beginning that me doing the podcast solo last time kind of opened my eyes to so many different things, um, that, yeah, so many different things that, that we can do right here on the Get Inspired podcast. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful, uh, again, just for another space for me to be transparent, for me to be open and impact you guys uh, with, with the voice that God has given me. So the first thing I'm going to get into, though, again, is my coming to Christ story. I'm going to tell you guys how it all started. Um, I was in the Marine Corps, for those who don't know, from 2008 um, to 2012, that was my active duty time. Then 2012 to 16 was my non-obligated time, according to my contract. So basically, once I get off of active duty or when I got off of active duty, I still had four years on the contract that were non-obligated. But I could use that, uh, that non-obligated time to go do reserve time 
um, you know, and that's what I did. So when I got off active duty, I went to the reserve. My reserve unit was based in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, and that is what I did. And one of the reasons anyway that I started doing that is because when I got off active duty, you know, we had some savings and stuff like that. But then, you know, jobs just weren't coming. All right. So uh, I had applied for the police department and the police department denied me after I had done everything, everything. I had done everything. I had the scores. I had the one of the lead detectives had seen me do my uh, physical training test. And he was like, we have never seen anybody like this. And it's not many of us. <laughs> it's not many of us who are in, in this arena. He says, so I'm going to take yours uh, personally and go through your process. So I went through everything. All right. Just to get the results back that um, the psychologist didn't recommend you. So at that point, I had to make go ahead and make a quick shift. Um, so a lot of different things took place uh, around that time, which I'm going to share that with you guys in another test in another video, why I give like a full testimony of everything. But um, so fast forward. So I, I pick up a job at Papa John's. And while I'm working at Papa John's, I also start my non-obligated time, too, because um, I got a wife and kids and I, I bills just they don't stop. Right. <laughs> so we go do my non-obligated time. And at, the, at this time, too, I'm, I'm not at the best place in my life, you know, um, through growing growing up. There, there are a lot of things that I started to do that carry over into my adulthood right and through through that there were a lot of learning curves you know when you don't really know who you are at the time you know you're you're just a young guy you know 22 years old 21 22 23 years old at the time and you just kind of floating with the wind you know I didn't really know who I was I didn't really you know have purpose at the time so I was just kind of going and at the same time, I knew, though, I, one thing I have always been, excuse me, one thing I have always been is responsible. Um, I've, I've always been a man, and that's how, you know, my dad raised me to be that way. So although I was still kind of lost just as a man, my dad raised me to be a man. I mean, take care of your responsibilities, do what you need to do, um, whatever it is that you need to do. So I was always that. Uh, but I just wasn't as a as a person, personal reasons, personal things. I just wasn't there. Right. So here I am in Chattanooga uh, because that's where my station. That's why I was stationed at for my non-obligated time, uh, finding myself just walking in the mall. And this is how I came to Christ. I was walking in the mall and then I, I remember sitting down in this chair and it was one of those like armchairs, you know, that they, they have in the middle, middle of the mall. <clears throat> and I sat there for about probably five or maybe 10 minutes. And after sitting there for some time, again, I wasn't living for God at the time, but I knew when I heard this voice, I knew it was God. I had a knowledge of God. Um, and that was the one time in my life where I even stopped believing in God because I was like, you know, we, I do whatever I want to do. And I only believe because this is what I was raised in. My mama, you know, always took us to the church. We back to church, this and this and this. So I just I, for me, I feel like I just call myself uh, a believer or I just start believing and following what I was just raised into. But at that moment that I was sitting in that chair, uh, I heard the Lord say, it's time. So I sat there for a little bit, probably about another five minutes. And then I just got up and I walked around the mall. And as I walked around the mall, I think I ended up grabbing something to eat. And I just paced and I was just meditating on that, man. And, and that was the moment where I made the decision to say, okay, God, I'm going to start living for you. And it wasn't an easy transition, um, you know, like some people say, you can't just go cold turkey. <laughs> but listen, it was not an easy transition um, from that moment on. Uh, there was a lot of warfare that I started to go through, which I didn't even really know about warfare. I'm talking about 
a lot of demonic activity that started to happen. Uh, my wife started experiencing demonic activity. Like just a lot of stuff started going on. But I I knew um, that that was the Lord when I heard it's time. And that was the moment that I, I went back home after I had left Chattanooga. I went back home because we were staying um, in Dallas at the time. I went went home and I started getting my stuff together. I started reading scriptures. I started just doing whatever it was I knew <laughs> um, that I needed to do. I, I Again, I had a knowledge of God, but I wasn't living for God. I didn't. You know, I didn't have a lifestyle that revolved around anything that had to do with God. So, you know, I just picked up the Bible. And at this point, I, th- I think the Bible app probably wasn't even as uh, popular as it is today. But it was very helpful uh, for me at that moment. You know, and I just started doing what I knew how to do. Right. Just read. I didn't know what I was reading. I just read. I didn't know how to interpret anything. I just read. I didn't know, you know, definitions and meanings and all this other kind of stuff. I just read. I did whatever I had to do to get closer to God, to build my relationship with God. And over time, you know, God began to mature me. God began to heal me. God began to deliver me. And which is another thing that I'm going to get into in a second uh, from just a lot of stuff that I was dealing with prior to me accepting the will, accepting his call, accepting his will, allow like me submitting myself to him, like surrendering everything. Right. So um, and that process don't end. Uh, and I think some people think it does, but it, it doesn't end. Like you're constantly being mature. You're constantly being made new. You're constantly uh, being made whole. You're constantly being conformed into who God wants you to be, who God has called you to be. That cycle should never stop. Once you submit, once you surrender, once you say, God, I give you all of me, that cycle should never stop, right? Because temptation is not going anywhere, Temptation is not going anywhere. All the stuff that I was tempted with, all the stuff that I was engaging in, all the stuff that I was doing before I said, God, okay, I'm following, that stuff still hunts. That stuff still seeks. That stuff still wants to bring you back into uh, the things that God is pulling you away from. God is trying to direct you over here, but it's just flesh. You have your desires of the flesh that is still always going to want. That's why you can eat, 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 drink, 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 and you'll never get satisfied, right? Because it's the the desires of the flesh. So those things are not going to go anywhere. So you still have to constantly surrender and submit yourself unto God every single day, daily, daily, daily daily all right and if if not then what happens is you open the door you give a little bit of crack you give a little crease um for the enemy to come in and present something new and sometimes there's something new it's not always new it just has a different presentation but we miss it because of it's a new presentation and because we allowed this little crack to come. Now, it doesn't mean that, again, you, you, there's always going to be temptation, but we have to stay connected. I talked about this before, just staying connected to God, man, so that we're able to see and allow God to continue to mature us, mature us um, and, and bring us into the place that he desires for us to be. So that was my coming to Christ uh, process. And, you know, I know I've heard, you know, we have a couple of guests on here say God visited them through a dream. And there are a lot of you out there who have testimonies where God came to you a different way. Right. But that that's what got me to following God, surrendering to God. When I heard that voice say it's time. And even today, when I think about that. You still I have to look at like how good of a, and loving of a father that he is to come and grab me. <laughs> Kirby Love in Chattanooga, Tennessee, in a mall, like to position me there because I was there alone. I was there alone. And Chatt- if, for those who've been to Chattanooga, I don't know how it is now. I, ha- I don't like I've only been there through passing and maybe through a family trip where we have, you know, tried to go to Ruby Falls or something like that. But 
uh, it wasn't a lot going on there. Not a lot going on there. So when I was there doing my drill time and whenever I got off, you know, it was either me in the hotel and I'm chilling uh, for the rest of the night until I had to get up the next morning or, you know, I may go grab something to eat or whatever. But it wasn't a lot to do there. But just the fact that I was there alone and sometimes that's that what God that's how God do. He'll isolate you in a place. And this is the thing that I want to get you guys to know. And if I'm jumping all over the place, just just know I'm trying to get something to you because these things come up at the, at the time that I'm talking. Sometimes God will isolate you. All right. But we have to know the difference between the isolations. We can isolate ourselves according to ourselves. We can allow the enemy to isolate us. All right. Or we can allow God to isolate us. Now, these things come with different uh, responses. These things come with different um consequences or results or however you want to put it when god isolates you he always isolates you for a better cause he always isolates you for a better cause god would never isolate you to put you in depression god would never isolate you so that you can start having thoughts of killing yourself so that you can start saying i'm in here by myself nobody wants to be with me nobody cares about me nobody god don't isolate you so you can feel depressed or feel suicidal god don't isolate you for that anytime god isolates you god is going to isolate you in a for a time of building God will isolate you so that you can now see things clearly, so that you can now see differently than you once saw, so that you can now be more mature than you once were, so that he can pull you back from certain things so that now you have the advantage of territory. So now that you, listen, God ain't going to isolate you for you to feel suicidal. So if you ever, if you ever find yourself feeling isolated or just feeling like, I'm over here by myself and you start feeling suicidal or you start feeling like you just by yourself or nobody cares about you. You have to question who put you there. You have to question who put you there. So my isolated time and I've, I've experienced this so many times in my life. The time that God isolates me is always to speak is always to bring clarity is always for understanding, is always to build, is always to strengthen. And are those isolated times tough? Yes, sometimes they are. Do I get hard words sometimes and hard critiques and corrections and things like that in them isolated times? Yes, but that's what love does. That's what love does. Love critiques. Love understands. Love witnesses. Love sees. Love brings change. Because love desires the best for you, not just comfort for you. We're in a place now where people think love is just supposed to be comfortable. That's not the case. So that's what God did. He isolated me away from my entire family, all the way in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And my family was in Georgia. And I'm sitting in the mall and God said, it's time. That's it. That's all he said. And from that moment, it took a response. It took a response from me. And my response was, okay. Was it easy? No. Did I have some challenging times? Yes, I told you that. We start experiencing a lot of warfare. But we're here today and we're able to tell this very testimony right now. And that's my coming to Christ story. That's how I submitted myself into the will of God. That's when I said Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. And Jesus Christ is the son of God. (laughs) I did that. And that was the best decision that I ever made in my life. Best decision I ever made in my life is giving my life to Christ. Because today I'm better. There's a song that I don't know who sang it. And he was like, I'm bigger, I'm better, I'm stronger. Like, yeah, I'm literally all of that. But because of him, 
I'm all of that because of him. So if there's anybody out there who's watching right now and you and you want better. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not saying change happens. A complete 360 happens in six months. It can. I'm still being worked on today. That process never stops. Temptation is not a sin, but it's not going to go anywhere. So you can be tempted. It's not a sin to be tempted. Jesus was tempted. It's not a sin to be tempted. Temptation is everywhere. And it's, and you're not going to be able to get rid of it. It's what you do with the temptation. It's what you do with the temptation. All right. So for those who want to have a better life, and when I say better, I'm not talking about your finances about to change. I'm not talking about your marriage. Uh, you you about to find your husband. I'm not talking about you about to find your wife. I'm not talking about uh, you you just about to be blessed, blessed, blessed in the in the sense of what uh, a lot of preachers and stuff are putting out right now. In in the sense of being blessed, when I say your life is be better, I'm talking about the things that you didn't know how to do when it comes to enduring certain situations. You now gain the strength to. You now have the understanding. You now have the know-how through Christ. When I'm talking about your life being better, I'm talking about where you can you can sit up and say, at this point in my life, I'm not concerned about that. At this point in my life, I'm controlling what I can control. Like I'm better in Him because of Him, and now my conversation has changed. That's what that is. So when I'm not talking about being better. I'm not talking about materialistic things. I'm talking about your 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 soul, your spirit. I'm talking about your conversation. I'm talking about the way you treat people. I'm talking about the way that you talk, the way that you act, the way that you walk. Everything about you changes. So now, when people see you now, it's, it's not uh, it's not they go uh, whatever your name is again. We're whole big and self. <laughs> Like now, people see you dif differently. And when you make that change, don't let nobody tell you or call you uh, the name or how they seen you once before. Because you are accepting that old man. You're accepting that old person. Once you change, you're no longer, uh, you're no longer Sean or Jason or Mike who had all the girls in high school. That's no longer you. And if somebody try to come at you like that and say, look, but why remember you had all them girls back in school? But no, nah, bro, that ain't me. You got to be the one to make that correction. You got to be the one that make that change right then and right there. Because if you don't, then you accept that person back into your back into you. Like you are you allowing yourself to be pulled back into your old ways. So now guess what you're going to start doing? You're going to start thinking, yeah, I did have them, boy, I did have them. So now you're engaging in ungodly conversation and that pulls you back into an old lifestyle. That's not what you want. So when you make that change, stay in that place. Stay in that place. So I feel like I kind of got stirred up for a moment. For a moment. Let me let me let me settle down. Let me settle down. But that that really um i'm really passionate about that because especially at this point in my life i told you you guys are gonna hear me say this a lot at this point in my life i love to see people change for the better i love to see people doing better and i can't stand to see or hear somebody try to keep that person who have now changed who have done better in a place that they once used to be It's your responsibility, though, to correct the conversation that somebody has about you on site, on the spot. That's your responsibility. That's your responsibility. So, man, where do we go from here?
So that's my coming to Christ story that I share with you guys. I know I've, uh, again, I got lit for a moment. But let's go into, hmm, <laughs> something I was reading today, uh, this morning in Proverbs 13. Proverbs, Proverbs is, Proverbs is solid. Proverbs is solid. Proverbs get your whole life together. It definitely teaches you like how to live, right? <clears throat> gives you a lot of uh, appli- applicable things that you can do um, for the better, all right, to to help. And it kind of goes into everything I'm talking about now. Once you make that shift and you start reading, you start learning, and once you, if you dive into Proverbs, and I would recommend if you're reading Proverbs, don't just read line by line and be done with the whole Proverbs, all the Proverbs in, in three days. You done read everything, like meditate on it. And pray over and ask God to give you some clarity, some understanding uh, of what Proverbs is about, what those scriptures are talking about, what those lines are talking about. All right. But these uh, these are some things that that I've been doing over the past uh, couple of months, just reading Proverbs and meditating on them. They've literally been shifting my perspective and shifting my life. But I read one today that says, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise. And this is Proverbs 13 and 20. Whoever walks with the wise become wise. Right. And it says, but the companion, I'm going to read the whole thing. But the companion of fools will suffer harm. Now, in, in our today's terminology, what we would say is, man, you need to be careful who you hang around. All right. And I think this goes right into what I was just talking about, about once you begin to make that change, once you start living for God, don't allow people to hold you to the same uh, person that you used to be. Don't allow people to tell you what you used to do or whatever. So sometimes I'm not a big teacher on letting go friends, letting people go and changing your circle and stuff. I know that's one of today's most talked about messages and things that people love to say around here um, in the Internet community. So when I say around here, I felt like I was talking like, yeah, the people around the corner, but on the in the internet space, all right, in the web browser, you hear a lot of people talking about change uh, your circles and things like that. I, I would say be mindful of your circles, right? And this is what wisdom does. Wisdom tells you to be mindful of your circles. It don't just tell you to change the people that you're around. That's wisdom. Because sometimes you can be amongst a good circle, but not understand the people in the circle, not understand the role that you have for the people in the circle, not understand the position or the place that the people have for you. So sometimes you can misuse what's in the circle and then you get rid of the circle. Y'all didn't hear me. Yeah. And nobody don't want to talk about that because everybody just want to get rid of folks. Everybody just want to get rid of folks these days. You can misuse the people in the circle and get rid of the whole circle, and now you don't have the things that you need. Hmm. Now you're the one that's struggling. And the first thing we want to do is say, well, you know, God God set me free from them folks. God set me free. No, yeah. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't really believe God will put you in a place and provide some things for you in people And then just take you out of the place, just out of the blue, when they're supposed to be resources for you. You can misuse something. You cannot understand what the people mean to you within that circle or within that community. And you can up and roll out. Uh, But don't put that on God sending you away from somewhere. From people getting rid of folks. But this is what we do. This is the place and the time that we're in right now where everybody just want to get rid of people. Be mindful of the circle of the people that you are around. Everybody that's in your circle, everybody that you're connected to, everybody is not going to always be in a place to pour into you. Right? The way that you think. Hmm. Check this out. What we feel like 
oftentimes is when we're connected with people that they always have to be giving us something. Not realizing that us doing and serving and giving them something is them giving us something. Hmm. Y'all still don't hit me. You are becoming a better person, a better leader, a better stewarder because of what you're doing for that individual or those individuals. So therefore, they are giving you something. And in them giving you something, you're giving them something in return. But what we think all the we think most of the time when somebody give us something that it has to be uh, money, we think that it has to be something tangible. And if if we don't get that, every time I do something for them, they don't do nothing for me. Well, uh, if if we're if we're if we're going to be to the scriptures, then we're not doing to receive something. I'm not just going to do for you or do something for you just so I can get something back. I digress. So, Proverbs 13, 20. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise. So, let's deal with that. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise. So and I say being mindful to who um, you around. There are some people, again, and I'm going to hit this last point and then I'm going to roll out. I'm going to leave this alone. There are some people who are very wise, who can give you a lot of things, a lot of wisdom, who can give you a lot of information, who can who can literally walk with you through things. And be very impactful in your life. But if you miss that point, then you can mismanage that relationship. If you miss that point, you can mismanage that relationship. And then you're wondering why nobody wants to work with you. I've been trying to get this person. I've been trying to do that. I've been trying to do this. You don't know how to take care of the, the, the people that God put in your path. You don't know how to take care of the people that God put you around. Which was a resource for you. But. That is what we do. And we have to be better at that. All right. So in other in the other perspective of being mindful to the people that you hang around, you know, if you allow, again, people who are of certain places to pour into you, um, then you can eventually get to a certain place, maybe where they are. All right. So this is this is relationship. And we have to understand the relationships that we're in. And I talked about this before about um, adding value and things like that. Sometimes value don't always come the way that we think value is going to come. Seeing someone operate in one area of wisdom, uh, in wisdom, in one area of their life can actually help you to operate in wisdom in, an, in another area of your life. Right? And that's how you can become like who you are around the people that you are hanging around. I had a football coach when I was in high school used to always say that, be careful who you hang around. And then there's some people who would say you are who you hang around, but we have to be able to decipher these things. And I'm, I'm a type of person that don't like to just use stuff as cliche and just say stuff just to say it. But I, I've at this point in my life, I'm looking at true meanings of words. I no longer want to just say stuff just to be saying it. I don't at this point in my life. Somebody asked me how I'm doing. I don't just want to say I'm blessed and highly favored. Mm -mm. At this point in my life, I want to be open. I want to be able to be transparent. I want to be able to tell you how I really feel. 
because on the outside looking in, there's some people just because of how you live your life and how you do certain things. There's some people who think everything is just cool, calm, copacetic, and everything is just good your way. But we are all human. We all go through things. We all have times and challenges of life where we just need to be uh, heard sometimes. And when I say heard, I'm talking about, man, bro, I just want to call you real quick, man. Just say, I've been going through some things. Let me, let me, let me, let me vent real quick. So, Lord, help us. Help us. Be mindful to who you hang around. But make sure that you are becoming more of one who don't want to just say stuff just to say it. We don't want to just use cliche words anymore. I'm I'm done with the cliches. Um, at this point in my life, again, I want people to be real, open, honest. And I had this conversation with my wife, and my wife is very she's emotional. My wife is emotional, so you know when I say emotional, she's my my wife watch movies and cry. She she probably gonna get me for saying that, <laughs> but that's that's my boo. All right, that's my boo now. So don't get that messed up. But um, yeah, let's let's be done with the cliches, uh, and let's let's be able to be open, transparent, and be real whenever we say something. Let's stop just saying, "Yeah, I'm good, man." Like, are you really good? Are you really good? Let's learn. Let's learn how to be good friends. Let's learn how to be. Uh, again, we're talking about stewarding the circle that you're around versus just trying to find a new circle because what they can't provide for you tangibly, financially. Let's ask people what's really going on. Man, how you feeling? How your family been? All right, so <sighs> I can go on and on about relationships and I can do 50 episodes on relationships. But I think there's a lot of relationship stuff already out there. So y'all probably can find that somewhere else. All right. If led, I'll do it. But hey, this is where we are. Um, and the last thing before we get ready to sign off uh, for today. I just want to send off a word of encouragement for you guys. And that is for you guys to know that you are a difference maker. You are a difference maker. You carry light. You bring change. And you have the power and authority in Christ to do so. So whatever room you go in, don't be arrogant. So don't 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 say, well, Kirby told me. <laughs> that I bring change, that I am the light, and I need to go in here, and I'm going to step on folks' toes, and I'm going to let y'all know that I got the flow, and can't nobody tell me nothing. No, I didn't say that. Don't misinterpret what I say. All right. What I'm saying is, for those who have came to Christ, for those who have accepted him as Lord and Savior. You are now more powerful than you've ever been. And this is not the more powerful as in you go in and act a fool. <laughs> All right. I'm talking about you having a level of authority in Christ to bring change to any environment. Any place that you walk in. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you go into a room, people can say something's different about you. I'm talking about when you're having a conversation with somebody, they can be like, I don't know what it is about you, but I, I just feel like I can tell you everything. That's when I say you're a difference maker. When, I'm, when I say you are a light carrier, when I say that you are that you have the power to change lives, you have the power to influence, you have the power to impact. And in you doing so, 
give the glory to God. Acknowledge him in all of thy ways. All right. Acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. You have the power to bring change. You are a light carrier. You are a difference maker. All right. Walk tall. Don't let nobody hold you to who you used to be. And this is just my recap uh, before we shut down. Don't allow no one who knew you as your old self greet you as your old self. I'm going to say it again. Don't allow no one, anyone, nobody who knew you as your old self greet you as your old self. Put that in check on site, on the spot. Because the last thing you want to do is start back being your old self. Because guess what? Those thoughts are going to come back. Yeah, how you used to be able to manipulate, you know, old girls, girls, or how you used to be able to use old dudes. Yeah, they'll they'll come back if you let somebody greet you, acknowledge you, and you accept that acknowledgement as who you were. Sometimes you don't even have to accept it. The thoughts, they they may even come back then. But you don't want to go back to the person that you once was. And if you don't want to be there, then don't allow nobody to greet you as that person. Change that conversation instantly. That's not who I am. That's not what I do. That's old news. I won't talk about that. What you been up to? That's the place that you got to be. Control your conversations. You got the power to do that. That's something that God told me recently. And if, if there's a, another thing that has been more clear to me and don't require a lot of explanation... It's you got the power to choose. That's a word that I got probably a few months ago. And it seems like more stuff have been opened up to me. Like my eyes have been opened to so much since I got the word. But again, we have to be mindful to and understanding what your, what your call is. Be mindful and know what your call is, what your assignment is. Because more things start to be presented to you and you have to know what the presentation of what it is that's being presented to you. What is that presentation? Who's behind that presentation? And whatever that presentation is, guess what? You have the power to choose. Whether you're going to engage with it or not. And everything that I'm doing now that I do and it's a struggle. I'm telling you, like, I'm sold out for the Lord. But there's there are still challenges that I face. There's still challenges that I have. There's still challenges that we all have. That's what I love about this. I can be transparent. I can be open and honest with you guys. Because there are a lot of people who view Kirby love from the outside looking in and think I just love everything about you I hear I hear it often I hear this often I love everything about you I love everything that you're doing this and this and this and this and this and I'm grateful that God's put me in a position to be able to impact inspire influence all of that stuff I'm grateful for that but I want you guys to know too that I'm just a man I'm human. I don't get everything right. I don't say everything right. Now, do I do foolish stuff? Do I slap my wife? No. Do I beat my wife? No. Do I talk down or emotionally, uh, what they call them, uh, emotional abuse, all these different types of abuse? I don't do none of that. I don't do none of that. I don't step outside of my marriage. I don't do none of that. You know, whatever you can think of that may be extreme. I'm not saying it like that, but I'm just telling you that I don't do everything right. 
I don't know everything. I don't get everything right. Sometimes I get upset. Sometimes I say something before I think about it and be like, man, you know what? I shouldn't have said that. I should have been a little bit more patient. But this is the transparency that I love to have. This is this is why I love this space. And perfectly, we can grow together. That's what it's about. It's about growing together. Inspiring, get inspired. It's for people to grow. It's for people to be able to see different perspectives and understand like, okay, man, that was powerful. That's how they lived their life. That's how they came to Christ. That's how they've been doing things. That's how they grew. That's how, you know, their life has been changing. That's how they studied the Bible. That's how they've been praying. That's how they, you, you can see how so many people are living for God, but still have different challenges and how they overcome it and how God is still with them. Like that's, that's us being, that's what get inspired is. So you're going to hear a lot. You're going to hear some Hard conversations maybe here. You probably hear some personal testimonies. You're going to hear some teachings and all this other kind of stuff. But you're also going to be able to witness the lifestyle of believers. That is what we are about at Go Hard for God Daily. Displaying the lifestyle of believers. Displaying the lifestyle. So this right here, what you're seeing, this is my lifestyle. This is a part of my lifestyle. This is a part of my lifestyle. And I'm grateful, again, that I'm able to be transparent with you guys. Uh, appreciate all of y'all who have been rocking with us, who've been, again, frequent followers. Um, if this has blessed you today, share it with somebody else. You know, let them know, hey, man, go check out the Get Inspired episode, whatever it is that you're watching or that you have watched. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Whatever it is, I think we're gonna be here for a while. We're gonna be in our get inspired space for a while. Um, this is again it's a new place for me. <clears throat> and I'm just at this point in my life, I'm just following whatever it is that God has called me to do. At this point in my life, I'm controlling what I can control. And the things I can't control, I'm not trying to control. I'm not trying to focus on it. I don't care about it. I'm going to let bygones be bygones. I'm going to let that be whatever it's going to be. At this point in my life, my focus is my priorities. At this point in my life, it's just at this point in my life. And that's it. Appreciate you guys. If you want the merch, www.ghfgd.com, because I know some people are going to keep asking um, that same question. But also, if you want to be on the podcast, you can go to the website, um, fill out the form, and we'd love to have you as a guest on Get Inspired, so you can tell your story. And that is a wrap for this episode, man. Again, shout out to all of y'all. Um, those who are in the Go Hard Club, those who are in the Get Inspired community, peace and blessings to you guys. And I see you in the next episode. Peace. Everything that we do reflects a lifestyle. I go hard for God daily because I'm God's child. I got a purpose that I'm doing on purpose. Firm foundation, 10 toes, meet the surface. Something always happened when I bless his name. But faith got me standing tall like great Danes. Holy Spirit's in the room. Holy Spirit's in the room. We don't have to light a candle. We don't have to light a candle. Go ahead and let your light shine. Don't let your light shine. And treat the word as a handle. Oh, oh, oh. Holy Spirit's in the room. Holy Spirit's